0: On this week's episode of Bungalore and the Bus, we are hanging out
1: at Chiba Hut. Uh, and it sounds like Job of the Hut. I don't know. It's so good. It's very good.
0: Well, Welcome to Bungalow
1: and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdage, and I wish I was an orphan so I could have superpowers. Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower. dot com. I don't think orphans have superpowers. You name one orphan that doesn't have a superpower. Oliver Twist. Superpowers? No, he does. All he does is want well, porridge. There you go. He wants super he porridge. He just eater. wants more.
0: Harry Potter. All right, he's an orphan. Uh, Matilda. That's true.
1: Right. That's true. Uh, Superman. Why do orphans get to have all the fun? Uh, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here on Bungalow in the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. Except we're kind of out of out of bounds, today. out of the zone. I took you away from downtown tonight, yeah, Brendan, but it's not far. Yeah, I, I put you in my
0: truck, and I and I was like, <laughs> we're going somewhere. Yeah, that's how I like to be handled. Uh huh. <laughs> but we are out by uh, kind of by UCF off of Colonial. We're at Chiba Hut. Chiba Hut.
1: Jeeps. Cheap yeah. And everything here is kind of inspired by the weed. Yeah, it is. The ganj. Yeah. Which is great because this episode is sponsored by our friends at Treadwell Farms, and they are a CBD farm. You're going to hear a little bit more from Jamie Treadwell later. And so everything here is very uh, leaf-oriented. At, at Chiba At Chiba Yeah, Hut. they
0: sort of have funny names.
1: Yeah, like uh, Like kush. wacky tobacco names. Wacky tobacco. <laughs> we just said uh, a kush. A cush sandwich, which is delicious. I don't know what we got. We'll tell you if we'll you t- ordered. We'll tell you on the on the gram. But it was so good. I loved everything we it had. It was so good. And we're not just saying that because they fed us exactly. But the uh, the bread, it was amazing. It's like Quiznos, a, Firehouse Subs. Forget some about them. Forget Hut. And then the owners are super sweet. It's a yeah. father son. Father son ownership. Yeah, he already brought me two beers, and I'm having right, a good time. I'm drinking a mango Kush, which is my favorite. You're on a Paps now. I'm on a
0: Paps now. Yeah, sad, but, but they do
1: trivia on Tuesday nights. Yeah, and then or bingo. Thursday nights, and one of the bingo nights. on Tuesday. Yeah, and trivia on Thursday. Office and Star Wars, and yeah, they said Star Wars. Was I think packed. I saw Lord of the Rings. Yeah, <laughs> and they have this beautiful mural painted on the side of the building, and it's it was painted by uh, a. A furloughed Disney employee. Oh, nice! Yeah, and hey, it's princess, gorgeous princess. Uh, I mean, wait, what is her name? Amidala. Yeah, and uh, and Darth Vader. Yeah, and then Not their Dar- kids, Luke and, Darth Vader, Luke and Leia. Luke and Yeah, it's fun. It looks so good. But what was your week like, John? My
0: week. Uh, I have a neighbor that's being kicked out of her house, and so oh. I helped her move some. Way plants, to bring the story down. I'm sorry. I'm just telling you what I did. She's she's getting kicked out, and so I'm helping her move some plants and sell some plants. So that was basically my weekend. I got
1: a whole bunch of Peruvian apple cactus. I got
0: so many plants and pots. And And a canoe. And I will get a canoe at some point. I got a cat thrown in. (laughs) You did? I did, but the cat needs a new home. If everybody wants a cat, a sweet cat, but my my dogs do not like her. No.
1: Well, you also have two dogs. Another okay. cat and some other pets, some other pets that <laughs> shall remain nameless, because they're illegal. illegal. Oh, I wasn't going to say that, but you put it out there. We'll they're not it. ferrets. They're not ferrets or alligators or goats or goats something else. Yeah. Um. How about you, Brendan? What did you do? Well, you know it's National Hemp Month this week. Yeah, making some rope. So I've been making some rope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, having a great time. And then I. I'm actually getting my cannabis card this week. Really? Yeah. This group is working with us. They invited us to go document the process. What do you got to do? You got to get a checkup or something? Yeah. And just tell them everything is wrong with me. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently cannabis can help. Okay. Or it's just going to make me really lazy have and fat. Have you been self-medicating these last 25 years? I have never inhaled. <laughs> <laughs> But I've definitely rubbed it on my nipples. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you probably only inhale. That's all I ever do. I'm a swallower. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Scotty Campbell just got a little foot surgery. Yeah. So I've been playing nurse the last couple of days. Did well, you, like, dress up and stuff? No. <laughs> it just has not been fun. Sponge baths? <laughs> I actually asked him that Sexy when he Sexy nurse. In. I said, do you need a little sponge bath? Do you need a little help right now? Cause you stink. You said you know, no to that? You know? Yeah, it wasn't to it ah. which says you know just dunk them in the water it's very stressed <laughs> yeah put your foot up we could barely move the first couple days really yeah just out of it so time to amputate
0: uh, just give it up just imagine what get a prosthetic. The
1: recovery from that'll be oh my <laughs> gosh he just got a little toe kind of cut open this is this is very trying but i'll, I'll stick with them all right and actually speaking of sticking with uh we're our chief for loan Orlando oh, alone. Yeah, he said, "Yeah, he's said." Orlando police chief Rolone <laughs> Right. Orlando police chief Orlando Orlando Rallon. Rallon, Uh was apparently in the running for what? Fort Lauderdale police. Fort Department?
0: Lauderdale chief because they've had some issues down
1: there and they had an interim chief and right? so they needed a new chief. And we talked about this last week because he was it. like, "I can either confirm or deny, but you'll have to I ask think, them." I
0: think they had eight candidates. I want to say, and they decided on one. Yeah. Uh, the guy was from Pittsburgh. He was a retired something from Pittsburgh. They got a retired cop from Pittsburgh to be their chief? That happens a lot. That what? happens a lot. What? Yeah, somebody works 20, 25 years. They retire. They, they retire. They're in the cop world, and then they put their name in to be chief somewhere. I mean, think of all the municipalities in, in the United States that need chiefs. I mean, there's a lot. I guess. So, anyway. i want
1: someone spry
0: and learned. Well, you don't want... You don't want a twenty-two-year-old. chief. I do. I just want one
1: hot around the edges. Uh. I don't know what that means, but <laughs> like a pizza.
0: So uh, <laughs> I, th- I thought I read Chief Rolone took his name out of the running, but maybe he, he just said, didn't get the job. Uh,
1: but then, like it was also announced on the same day who the person was, and it's like it's not because he withdrew. We don't know for I don't certain, know. and I can't. I thought say, that's what I read, but it's because he didn't get. It. He's here to stay. Yeah, come on. Until the next one comes along, and then we'll see what happens. Uh, Senator Linda Stewart just got a barber bill signed into law. Did you hear about this? Uh, No. The only reason I'm bringing it up is because I'm finding it interesting of, like, how many laws are coming into effect that the pandemic helped us realize maybe they weren't the best things before, right? So... They kind of sh- We shook it up, but now they're adopting new policies. And so this is, uh, there was apparently a rule in place that if you were a barber, you could only cut hair in your registered barber shop. All right, so you can't go somewhere and do it. Yeah, someone's if you're, house. If you're homebound, need a haircut. Right, and so through the pandemic, they're like, oh, well, that's not going to work. But people were doing that all the time, weren't they? Like yeah. doing house calls yeah, and stuff? Yeah, you, like, but you could get in trouble. That was... Don't you feel A like they? Bill.
0: Do you feel like they regulate the hair industry more than like other industries?
1: Well, yeah, because now they also in this whole glut of new laws, there's like 160 new laws were just signed into effect. Yeah, they were. Right? Yeah. Insane. I'm trying to look through most of them. One of them uh, was for the food, the home. What is it called? Yeah, cottage industry. Cottage. And I just wrote about it. It's funny. I can't remember. We're gonna talk about it. I'll just let's, let's talk, just about talk about
0: it, about it now. So I think before, <laughs> if you made $50,000, there was a cap. You didn't have to sort of regulate it. You didn't have to go to the
1: state for anything. Right, right. right. You were allowed to sell up to $50,000 worth of food if you yeah. made it out of your own domestic kitchen. Yeah, if
0: kitchen. I sold $49,000 worth of cookies, I'm cool. It was
1: okay. But you weren't allowed to use any, like, meat products or fruit, things that you had to cook. All right. You could do, like, baked goods, right? All right.
0: Um, so people make all sorts of things
1: in their kitchens And, and sell, sell them. them. But it, you could get in trouble All right, if you were I, I, I doubt they were arrested. people for guy making pizza. One of the most popular Brad. pop-up kitchens right now, Brad. Oh, I don't want to get him in trouble. Wow, well, he knows him. he was selling pizza. With meat and stuff. I'm, I'm sure he was. Now he's using a commissary kitchen, which is great. But now they have a new cap of $250,000 yes. a year. And uh, Governor DeSantis removed all the local government regulations in favor of of the state being the ones who now can like say what you can and can't do in regards to cooking. Instead at home, of the county or the city? Instead of this county or city. Which also means zoning restrictions. So like your your neighbor could be running a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar a year cookie business out of their garage and, and you can't do anything what about it. What are they it. making? <laughs> 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 this is gonna depend on whether I'm upset about well, it or I not. They barbecue
0: and every night, I'm okay with that. Yeah. That's
1: interesting. And I know from working with the city, they don't like when you take away their ability to that's say true. what you can and can't do and zoning restrictions on businesses. And so for for the governor to do that and say that now zoning doesn't apply to home cookers, cookeries uh
0: that's a big move. It's interesting because, I mean, I, I think it's a problem. It's not a problem until it is a problem. So if you're making a bunch of food, great. But yeah. then, and then when you hit that level, you're like, all right, I got to start doing like all kinds of stuff to make sure my
1: business is okay. That can that can probably start disturbing your I neighbors. Think, I think if you're making, if you're cooking, or if it's like a bakery, right, and then and you have like six a.m. pickup times, yeah, your and you're truck proofing and
0: bread out on the the lawn, and you know, know, which I wouldn't care, I would love that, would but. You? Well, it yeah, but I get, it. I get it once again. I, I think used
1: to live in Peterborough, Ontario. There was an, an oat factory, a Quaker's oat factory. Oh, nice. And the whole town smelled like cookies. That's fine. Right? But all the time I was like, I wonder if there's like hazardous particulates yeah. in the air because of that. But whatever. Like I, said,
0: I think it's, it's a problem. It. It's not a problem until it is a problem. And then you're like, wait a minute. This guy nah. can't run a $250,000 business in his garage right next yeah. to my, my bedroom. Croissantery
1: right next yeah. to right And what if they're kicking, cooking something stinky?
0: What yeah, if got a durian? Factory. What if it's a kimchi?
1: Yeah, kimchi factory. Yeah, and then they start exploding. Fermenting stuff next door. Uh, yeah, yeah, they could. They could do that, right? Yeah, making uh, kombucha. Uh huh. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. Did you hear about this window shortage we're having? We have a. We had a shortage of everything. Everything. Nobody wants
0: to work, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Window washers and window makers. We're going to talk about that too, about how much no one wants want to work because it's affecting some a local restaurant. Yes, but for now, yeah, wait, window, window shortage. window shortage. Yeah, how's oh, that possible? Apparently, it's delaying uh, the constructions of homes across the nation. So wait, they're not making glass. They're just are, they just can't. I don't know what's happening. Forty percent of home builders are just saying that they're having a shortage of windows, and that it's the first thing they're ordering when they start building a home. Wow. They're just like, we got to put in this order now because in four months, we might get them. Just put some saran wrap, <laughs> plastic wrap. <laughs> I you might have to see through get, it. My window's about to fall out. I might <laughs> have to saran wrap it. Um, I just find that interesting, supply chain stuff. Right? Yeah. Things that people don't want to make in America I anymore. heard the
0: other day that you know gas is kind of expensive right now, and- one of the reasons was not because there's a gas shortage. It's because there's not enough truckers to deliver the gas wow.
2: to the stations.
0: Wow. Yeah. So they need more people to apply to be truckers, which I think would be a fun job for a little while.
1: Uh, Being a I trucker. grew up with some kids of truckers. It's not. It's really tough. It's so tough. Yeah. Yeah. And then there started to be my dad told me about that in Canada, they'll get whole families of like. East Indian people will come and they'll share driving. So ah. they'll all take turns driving so the other ones can sleep. So you, they never stop. So they just, they just get there in never 24 stop. hours. Don't hit any rest stops. You know, you just go for it. And they're all peeing in bottles and stuff. And then otherwise, it's just it's one guy taking his time, you know, huh. tipping the waitresses at the gas stations on the way. It's just interesting to see. Uh, Central Florida wages suck. No, oh, yeah, they do. Always have. Yeah, can How I say are we that? Always well. Can we say "suck"? So? I, just I said it twice. So. You already said it. Okay. Uh, the latest numbers from the Bureau of Labor of Statistics say Central Florida ranks dead last in America's top 50 largest metros in terms of wages, <laughs> with half of local jobs paying less than thirty-six thousand dollars a year. Yeah, uh, that's behind Detroit. Yep, behind Baltimore, behind Memphis and Raleigh. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I and mean, we're dead Central last on these things. Uh, we, and we have a higher cost of living than a lot of those people. Oh, yeah, do we do.
0: I mean, look at house prices right now. Everything's expensive. I won't be buying a house. I'm spending all my money on
1: mango cushions.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the house prices well determine spent. that.
1: No? No, I think you weren't going to buy a house. I <laughs> Why? You had 10 years to buy one. That's true, and I didn't. <laughs> I also had 10 years to buy a car. It's I want you to car. buy a house, though. You do? I do. I want you to stay. I'll stay. Yeah, I feel like when you rent
0: when you're renting,
1: you you're like ah, eh, that's what my they toe say, the transients. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Well, I always wanted an exit plane. I didn't want to be here this long. Yeah, but I'm here. I can't do what I do anywhere else. Who's going to take me? I'm sure. I'm sure you could do what you do no, somewhere else. Maybe in Canada. Maybe Canada. I go to Sarasota. No, what's there to do in Sarasota except Nothing. get drunk on the beach? That's it. Get a sun. Get a sunburn. And touch tourist butts. <laughs> like what would I do? Uh oh, you know what? We're, we're on a, a break. Yeah, let's take a break. Let's take talk a to smoke break. Jamie Treadwell, and we're gonna have a little smoke break because it's uh, National Hemp Month. All right, it's July, which means it's not just summer; it's National Hemp Month, and we thought, who better to talk to than my friend? Jamie Treadwell from Treadwell Farms hey Jamie
3: hey Brendan thank you so much for having me
1: oh you know what it's always a pleasure last time I saw you I was elbows deep in some marijuana plants or hemp plants really and you're growing because you grow CBD
3: yes we grow for CBD and a new addition is CBG so CBG. each of them has different therapeutic benefits. They can help you have a nice, chill summer, help you manage stress better or sleep better. Lots of different benefits.
1: You always seem very chill and constant. So I'm, I'm guessing that's from your diet.
3: It is from the CBD products that I take, Treadwell Farms, of course. But I've been working really hard to incorporate it in other areas of my life. So that includes some work with a chef for National Head Fund oh. to talk about how we can incorporate it into culinary and Just trying to make sure I have plenty of opportunities to incorporate a little chill into my life.
1: Jamie, if that's not a hashtag yet, it's going to be. Can you tell me and our listeners a little bit about your family farm? Because it's such an interesting story.
3: So my family's been in agriculture in Florida for over 100 years. We were foliage growers. So all of the plant moms and dads out there that are loving their all of their plants that they're taking care of, we grew those type of plants for florists and kind of more high-end. Fiddle leaf figs? We didn't have fiddle leaves, but we would now, I guarantee you. All the the things we would have. So um, when the opportunity came to begin working with a new type of plant, the more we learned about the cannabis plant, which hemp is a cannabis plant, it just has lower THC, and THC became, is
1: what makes you a little trippy,
3: yes, it is what it's the wacky is isintoxica it's, it's the intoxicating part, okay, but it's an amazing plant. it's beautiful, it smells great. I think you thoroughly enjoyed visiting the greenhouse because it's yeah. it's really a I lovely plant
1: uh, you know, it was probably the first time I've really understood why bees wiggle their butts when they stick their heads in the flowers' I was just like, I was in there. It was so fun. Uh, The terps were up my nose. The terps are what make it so funky smelling.
3: Yes, terpenes are the compounds in the plant that give it its taste and smell. So So a little little secret tip, we're working on a recipe with mango because mango is also something that has a higher terpene content. So we're going to be pairing hemp with other plants and fruits and vegetables that have the same kind of effect so we're excited about it
1: i'm so excited i still want to do a beer with you so if any brewery listeners out there are listening we still want to do a a a very turpy, very green smelling beer
3: so if you you, you're interested you let me know i'll hook you up with my friend jamie we would love to work with someone for that it would it would be the highlight of my year
1: so y'all shifted from foliage foliage all the way over to hemp products. Yes. And it's not just that. You're also helping other people start their own hemp operations here locally, right?
3: Yes. So our focus for the past year has been helping new farmers get started, learning how to grow hemp here in Florida because we have an awesome environment. We can grow fresh hemp year round, but it's a challenging environment because... It's it's hot. it's hot, and it's humid, and so there's some <laughs> things we have to work on, uh-huh. but I'm really proud to say that the 10 farmers we work with in Lake and Orange County all successfully harvested this year, and, they, and they're doing it again, so we're just you really... Had, when we were there, Jamie, you were on, like, what, your fourth harvest? We were on our fifth. We've had five harvests ourselves, and um, like we're a, getting geared up for number six, so we've been hard at it. What farmer
1: is enjoying more than two harvests? a year, you know, and the fact that you're getting five, and it's organic.
3: Yes. We use organic practices, and a lot of care and intention goes into growing the plants because for National Hemp Month, we're going to be talking about um, seed to soul. So for us, it's really important that. that Treadwell Farms products come from a plant that was grown with intention, and we know where it came from, and we know how it was grown, and the products also have a lot of care and intention because we feel like when you incorporate hemp into your lifestyle you're really taking better care of yourself your your seed to soul so should we talk a little bit about the benefits of hemp? like sure right
1: i know there's a huge long list we don't have tons of time but we are doing a very special longer episode with you a bonus episode and we can get deep into that seed to soul okay if you want but let's give maybe a couple of things that people could be using it for
3: Well, right now, what we're really seeing amongst our customers is a lot of people that are having issues with sleep. And so we have special blends that are help for sleep and relaxation, a lot for stress management. And one um, area that we're really excited about is a lot of people using our topicals pre and post-workout. And then we're working on some products with some massage therapists that will be another therapeutic application. So, there's plenty of ways that you can or uh, you can incorporate um, hemp CBD and CBG into the your daily life.
1: I just tried your new gummies, which I love. And then I'm also a big fan of your cooling balms. I've been using that on my bald head ever since you gave me a little container. Jamie, I can't wait to go buy some more. Uh, Where can people find out more information about the farm and where can they buy some product?
3: Well, they can follow us on social media, Instagram and Facebook. And we also have a website. And I always like to let people know we have a lot of informational blog posts. So if you're new to all of this a lot of real good information that can explain how it works why it works and that's where you're going to find the recipes and other special things that we're working on for National Hemp Month.
1: I love it. Treadwell Farms put it in the Googles and uh, stay tuned for our larger in-depth interview. Thanks Jamie.
3: Thanks.
2: This is Erica for Orange County Library System to tell you about these three things. Global Genealogy Sweeten is on July 7th. You'll get tips from our genealogy experts for finding records in the home country of your ancestors. Cook your way through summer by creating a Green Goddess Wrap recipe with celebrity chef Charity Morgan. She helped the Tennessee Titans eat plants strong, and now you can too. Teen Cuisine No Meat Here will be on July 7th. Learn to identify what animals may be around where you live based on clues left behind in their poo. Recommended for ages 6 to 12, Who Did This Poo? is on July 8th. For information on these three things and much more, visit OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect.
0: From the DeWitt Law Firm, it's the official attorney of Bungalow and the Bus. It's Mo DeWitt, and this is Mo in a Minute. All right, Mo, let's say I got in an accident. Who should I call first, second, and third?
1: First, call
0: 911. Second, call a doctor or go to the emergency room if you're hurt. Third, call an attorney to investigate the claim. Why, why is it important for you to call or me to call an attorney right after all that? Well, just because I have no one to talk to, I'm just so lonely over here. <laughs> no, I mean, so in any accident case, you want to preserve the evidence as soon as possible. So that's that's always the issue is there could be you know video footage, surveillance video footage, witnesses. We need to gather all that information and start the investigation process as soon as possible because we don't want that evidence to disappear. And of course, the longer time you wait, the more stuff disappears, and it could be, be more difficult to prove your claim if it needs to go to court. All right, so 911, doctor, just call Mo. There you go. Thanks, Mo. And always
1: remember, injured on the go, just call Mo. It's time for your weekly and update. Enzien is Central Florida's only full-time alternative cinema and home to the Eden Bar and the Florida Film Festival. This week's film highlights include Summer of Soul, a documentary that's part music film and part historical record centered around an epic event that celebrated black history, culture, and fashion with appearances by Stevie Wonder, Nina Simone, Sly and the Family Stone, Gladys Knight and the Pips, and a whole bunch more. Other films include Popcorn Flicks in the Park featuring Men in Black, huh, the Men in Black on July 8th, The Saturday Matinee is Anna Karen, a tribute film Band of Outsiders on July 10th, and then Bamboozled by Uncomfortable Brunch on Sunday, July 11th. Go to nzn.org today to check out their awesome lineup. Blah, blah, blah. Movies. <laughs>
0: Welcome back to Bungalower and the bus.
1: I am the bus, John Bustegger. And I'm so skinny, I just can't take it. <laughs> I'm Brendan O'Connor from bungalore.com And uh, we are at Chiba
0: Hut tonight here on the east side the of cheebs. Orlando. And we got to say, Brendan, uh-huh. food so good, so good.
1: One of the best sandwiches I've had in a long time. I agree. I and it, agree. And it was named after a pot thing, so it made me laugh. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. It's here on Colonial, yeah. kind of by uh, where the four hundred eight curves around. You really can't miss
1: it. Yeah, if instead you of it. taking a right into Bithlo, you take a left. You come back yeah. into town.
0: They had all kinds of sandwiches. We had yeah. chicken and bacon and. You got to check it out, though. It's so good. And
1: I think I have a crush on the dad owner. You think so? He's handsome. Oh, he's probably listening right now and <laughs> blushing. He's like, I didn't think he was going to no, say that. It's his fault for looking yeah. handsome. Yeah,
0: it's very, very good. Come on out. They got a
1: bar, they got trivia. Bingo Super on cool Tuesdays place. and the great beer selection.
0: Yeah, and we're going to post uh, photos and videos on Bungalore
1: and yeah. uh, Instagram. And if you like what you hear, go to Bungalore.com. I think I'm going to try and get them on the Keychain program. You should. Yeah, let's see if we you can should. get them a little discount. You can unlock a little discount yeah. over here. Um, news. News. That's what we talk about. So we had some bigger headlines this week. Uh huh. Team Market Group, the boys behind uh, Mathers Social Gathering. I you should get a new name. That's kind of a lame Room. name. Team for a- Market Group. Yeah, don't you think? TMG. It's not. That's all what right. they call
0: it. Oh, really? Yeah, it's TMG. Like TMZ? Is that yeah. what they're trying to do? Yeah. yeah okay, maybe. anyway,
1: go ahead. <laughs> they're all handsome young. They're all making club tons guys. of
0: money. They don't need my opinion oh, on it. Oh,
1: they have so much money, they just bought Colonial Lane. Yeah. For $5 million. Wow. Right? From my fake husband, Giovanni Fernandez, uh-huh. and his beautiful wife, who's super <laughs> smart and talented, Elise Sabatino. Um. Yeah. Because they Okay. So back in the day, Colonial Lanes. What it had thirty six lanes. Something I like think. that. Yeah. Uh, an infamous sunken bar. Really lounge. cool bar. If really you never cool. went.
0: You missed out on the bar. So old school.
1: Uh, and then a little cafe burger place in there too, right? And so the owner of that sold it, and they cut off the back half to make it into self storage units, which Orlando needs. Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> You kind of do if they're pushing, if they're pushing a lot of apartment buildings. I guess. a lot of these people move in; they don't have enough room Just in their. Get apartment. rid of your stuff. <laughs> Nobody wants to get rid of it. They want more stuff. Man. Um, I need to do that in my life. Yeah, you do. I'll so anyway, it. half the place is gone. And it's gone. They saved the front half, and the original guy who tried to save it was Phil Rampy, who did a lot of the Thornton Park developments. He decided it was he was not up to the the challenge of it, and so he. You know, passed it on like a hot potato to uh, Giovanni and friends. And Giovanni then through the pandemic, I guess, was kind of not into it. You know, they kind of were weighing their their options. What do we do with this? And uh, they were going to make it in like an office building or something. Oh, boring. Apparently, yeah, crazy. And then he sold it to uh, my boy Romy Mawardy. They own the Wellborn. Wellborn Hotel. And I guess Romy just kind of called him up and was like, what are you doing with this? I'd love to buy it. And Giovanni was like, "Heck yes, make me an offer. Make me an offer. Great, five million dollars." So they're going to keep eight lanes. I thought I read eight lanes. Uh, The Robinson they own the Robinson Room, coffee and cocktail room downtown, which is gorgeous. It looks like a temple. They're going to have like a concept like that in there. Yeah, they said, but not like it won't look the same. It's a bowling alley. Yeah,
0: but but but. I love this. So I love this, Brendan, for a number of reasons. Hopefully they keep the bar. And they, they are keeping the bar. And whatever they do with it, fine. I mean, and they don't have to keep it exactly how it is. I think they can update it a little bit. Because yeah. it's a cool bar lounge area. They're updating it. They have but to. I, but I think it gives people something to do besides just drink down. When I say downtown, it's not downtown. But it's you close enough to downtown. Yeah, it's an activity. Yeah. It's something to do. Because if you think of those like high-end bowling places like Kings Lane out on I-Drive, they're busy. Because it's like... If you invite a bunch of friends out, I feel like I'm at the age where I'm like, hey, let's go out and do something. It's not like let's just go get wasted. Yeah, we want
1: to go do something. I don't want to just. That's why we're leaving the house. Yeah. Because I don't
0: need. And for something like that. I want to go rock
1: climbing with you, too.
0: And something like that. You don't need 30 lanes because they're probably not going to make the majority of their money on bowling. Right. It's just another thing to do. And they can make it cool.
1: They can make it really and cool. And if anyone was going to make it cool, it's these guys. Because yeah. they make kind of everything they touch I, cool. I think that's what you need. Like, And I'm I, not getting you, paid to say that. I just I really believe they're going to make it cool. You could go bowling a lot
0: of places. So you need to make it sort of more of a, an experience. I would love it. I don't know if this is going to happen. I would love it if they had, like, bands play there or, like, like sort of theme nights
1: and just, like, something other than bowling and put drinks. Them them. They like doing parties. Cool. They're, they're crazy like that. So Good. it'll be interesting to see what they what they do. I asked him for a timeline, and he said the timeline is ASAP. Oh, all and right. He, and he's literally there right now with a sledgehammer knocking things down, and I know that because I follow his Instagram.
0: <laughs> but the bowling alley's there. I mean, I don't know what renovations you have to do to the actual
1: lanes. I don't think much, but they're also going to – they're putting in a gym – that's going to be in the back. Yeah, as a tenant. So that's why there's only going to be eight (laughs) lanes left because they're carving off another piece to have a tenant and then that'll help offset the cost. So if I I I can can make one
0: suggestion, Brendan, Uh, I would love it if these guys contacted my buddies up at the pinball lounge and brought some pinball machines downtown. You should
1: tell them. I mean, they can listen to us. All right. They might have kept, they owned the building that uh, Joy6 was in. So so if they left those games, they might have That'd be great. That'd be anyway, great
0: I'm looking forward to. It. I think it'll be fun.
1: The uh, someone just bought the old City Arts building too in downtown yeah, Orlando. That's exactly what your headline said. Someone bought it. Was <laughs> it was it a, a mystery? <laughs> yeah, kind of. It's it's the group was called Positively Pine Street, and they're based in New York, but we don't really know who they are. Oh, so they made like an LLC, yeah. to buy it. And Jack uh, Whithouse at OBJ, I just read his article. He he thinks they're linked to someone specific, but it's kind of made up. He doesn't know. It's hard to track What are they going to do with it? Any idea? What do you think they'll do with it? No idea. It's massive. It's a two-story building. I actually think it's four-story building. It looks like two from Orange. Was it
0: built to be a city arts factory? Or no, was it something else? No, it was
1: something else. But it's a new-ish, like mid-century it's always building. been city arts since i lived here in 2010. And then SAC Comedy Labs on the second floor. And yes. then there's two little oh, floors that's all of offices above it. Yeah, all the same building. And huh. So they bought the whole thing. SAC has a... A contract, a lease. So I'm I hope I hope they stay. don't kick them out. I can't imagine they would. Uh, but they could move to a house or something. It's true. I it's like that
0: lab. I think they're it's funny. And I like them too. We've I done think some they stuff. They do a good job there, and it's not expensive
1: either. It's like you can go to shows for like five bucks there sometimes. This I'm I mean I hope it's something cool. It's such a big space and it's such a prominent location in downtown Orlando. I I really hope it's something. Cool, that draws yeah, traffic. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I hear something just moved into the old urban rethink space too. Right we were by just So-co? over there last
0: week. Yeah, I didn't see nothing in there. Not there.
1: Something's happening, and it's apparently a retail use and someone big, like a chain.
0: Really? Yeah, but like, I don't know who yet. Who? Like, what would know. go there? Like a Sears? Are we getting a Sears downtown <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Orlando?
1: We cool if it was like Ace. It's hardware or something right downtown. Maybe something like that downtown. I mean,
0: I don't live downtown, but I can imagine like, oh, I need a a door handle. It's going to be like, I don't know. Some sort of footwear that all the shoes are
1: $1,000. Like a fancy sneaker thing? Who knows? Uh, There's a business district's. Since we're talking about downtown, that's a business district. I did a, I did another I, essay. I read it. I read your essay. Was it okay? Yeah, no, it was good. It was good. Yeah,
0: yeah. Not as good as the other one. No, it was good. You're very Give nice. me some tips on what we
1: need to do going forward in the pandemic. It was kind of, I was kind of clapping out at our friends downtown, you uh-huh. know, of like because downtowns across the country, across the world, were hit so hard because they're really business districts, and it's where a lot of these Fortune 500 buildings. Uh, They staff these buildings with a bunch of their office workers. But as soon as nobody was going to the office. Yeah. They're not going to lunch. They're not coming in. They're not getting coffee. Right. So Mm -hmm. we lost a few businesses downtown because Market on Magnolia had to close. Pizza place is open in there. Yeah. Yeah. The corner pizza, I think, is what it's called. Uh I didn't put that in here. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, And so I just, you know, I was saying some things that should happen should be looked at to bring people back. And it's, and part of it is just making it easier to get there and yeah. easier to interact with downtown because office parks are picking back up. We, we know people are going back to office parks, but we're not seeing people return to downtowns as fast. And it's just because there's a perception that it's too hard to find parking and there's too many homeless people. And yeah. So how do you fix that? I don't know. Yeah. So I had some ideas. More parking or more signage for parking more not signage really more parking. and then just getting people used to there is free we had a free parking program downtown which is over now uh-huh not great continue that until we know everybody's back is what i think and uh, and use your incentive money to you know make it easier for people I, to bike I downtown
0: i i mean i know why people sort of think like oh i got to pay to park and it is kind of a pain sometimes and if you're if you're if you're like i'm going to go to dinner i can either pay $15 to park and then I got to buy dinner or I can just go to this other place where it's food's probably just as good and right? I don't have to pay to park it's,
1: sometimes that's the deciding factor for a lot that's of people. That's why a lot of the neighborhoods like Ivanhoe Village Mills 50 they're kind of killing it right now not killing it but they're in a better shape because it's just easier to interact with those businesses on a day to day basis. Yeah.
0: And it's such a weird way to think about I understand why parking meters exist and park pay to park exists in certain cities but, like, it, it does, to me, seem like a little bit of an antiquated way to think because you're like, well, this is how we did it 30 years
1: it's ago. Top. I think there's some science about, like, how it limits how long people park there. Because some people, if, you, if it was just free, would just leave their car there all day. It's true. <coughs> Excuse me. And there's no turnover. Ooh, I'm choking on my uh... tongue. Uh-huh. <laughs> It'd be interesting to do, like, a like
0: we're not going to charge for parking at all anywhere unless you're a private lot. You can't help those people
1: publicly. For like a month or yeah. two months, and just see what happens. And then I know we have some listeners out there that are like, "Don't who cares about parking? If it's that hard for parking, more people will bike, right?" That's the, that's a they,
0: great way to think in the perfect world. But you know. like, I think of my dad who's passed away. But like, he wasn't going to bike anywhere. No. I mean, it, it wasn't. And it no. was never going to do that.
1: And we have a free bus circulator. Like, how do you get people back on the bus? Buses were hit super hard during the pandemic. Yeah, buses and planes. And uh, cruises because people just don't feel safe on them right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Interesting. Something to look at. So I'm calling out, gave some tips. All right. Uh, salad Gate. Oh, we, I know So that. this happened
0: last week, and we didn't talk about it because I think it happened like that night last week. Okay. So I'll, I'll give the you rundown of what it. I know. You do it. I'm going to have some water. So. Sometime last week there was a gentleman and his business partner were having a meeting at Bruce Woodburn. Yeah, at <laughs> Hillstone which is in Winter Park, very good restaurant, beautiful views, good food. And this was the lunch meeting and at one point during the meeting he asked the server if he could get a salad, a Caesar salad, I think a chicken Caesar salad to go. To go. And
1: apparently he's been going there all the According time for to 20 him, years.
0: He's a long-time uh, patron of Hillstone and has done this in the past. According to his Facebook live that I watched, uh, he had ordered this salad
1: numerous we times. Shared it on our Facebook page if for you his watch
0: wife, it. and would take it home so she could have lunch or dinner or whatever. And so he proceeds to order this salad to go after they had already eaten, and the service said, "I'm sorry, sir, we can't give you this salad to go." Because apparently this is part of their policy now. They don't do things to go. They don't do things to go. And so he's like, all right. Because <laughs> that's low rent. Yeah. And yeah. so at some point, I think he said, all right, well, I'll take it to he- for here. Or maybe he, the person with him said, I'll
1: just take yeah, it for yeah. here. Yeah, the person with him said, well, let's do two salads for here. Uh-huh. And then Please. the
0: server was on to him, though. And yeah. the server's like, well, you're just going to ask for them to go yeah. after I bring them to and you. And then the manager came over. The manager comes out and says... You just got to go. You got to go. You, you
1: got to leave the premises. Yeah, no, we need you to just settle up and get out
0: of so, here. So so that happens. And then at some point during this kerfuffle... They go, go outside. Go outside. This is according to him. So I, I don't know the, the Hillstone yeah. side of the story. Uh, Winter Park police are dispatched. And showed up relatively quickly. Showed up because they have to. That's You know, you get called. You can't mm-hmm. turn down calls. Doesn't work that way. <laughs> and uh, I don't... From what I gathered, they were sort of like, "This is kind of garbage." But they we took, got a, they took selfies, took with some him. pictures with and him, and he got
1: trespassed.
0: Yeah, he got a warrant. got a warrant. I don't think he didn't get no, arrested. Tra- no, he
1: got trespassed. Whatever. He got he, a little thing like okay. he can never go back there. All right. So he got a okay. All right. Yeah, he wasn't arrested though. Right? No, not right. arrested. But he will be if he goes back. Yeah. And so he was trespassed. This guy, and then. It became a big thing
0: because I think I think it started because Scott Joseph wrote about it. Okay, he had he had like well the police no he r-
1: posted it he post someone posted a video or something in the chasey Chomps. Okay, well he had like forum. the police report and everything ah. too.
0: So so now, as you said, it's called Salad Gate because everybody
1: is dumping on Hillstone dumping. And and people are like, ah, oh, it's been happening for years. I don't know about that. They're just oh, awful. Oh oh the to go yeah. thing. And then other people are like, Oh, the management's brutal and I'll tell you what, I this is the first I'd really heard anything like that and I'm not being mean when I went to the Pinery, the new restaurant they in don't do in the village. Uh, 70% of the people working there are oh. from Hillstone. Oh, they left. They, they left. over there. Yeah. And they said because they didn't like it so anymore. So the to-go thing,
0: that is a policy at some restaurants, right? Like higher-end restaurants, like we're not going to make you a steak yeah. to-go because it's going to be garbage when you get home. Right. Right? Right. But I do think, and I was telling my wife this, like this could have all been solved <laughs> pretty quickly if they were like, all right, dude. We'll just give you a
1: salad. Like, <laughs> go home with the salad. There's, there's also a point where you just want to serve your customer. Exactly. And, no, and, that's what I mean. Like, and, and if he's been going there for 20 years. Exactly. Then they must have recognized him.
0: Yeah. Right. And just like,
1: okay, we don't do this normally. Yeah.
0: Or we don't, we're not going to not We don't do this. know.
1: We don't know. Because Hillstone ha- will not make a comment. They just don't make comments. They have no interest in commenting with anybody. Uh, but look what and, you've and so done. so the only look, side of the story we're hearing is this guy. Still, look what you've done. Look what you've created. Because you could
0: have solved this in five minutes and said, hey, man, we don't normally do to-go orders, but we're going to do it. Um, just next time, just maybe don't order it. All right, done. I think that would have solved everything. And now you don't have all these people saying, we're never going to Hillstone again because they don't serve us to and go And that's stuff. what they're saying.
1: But I was, I'm guessing half those people who are saying they're never going to Hillstone uh, again. Yeah, they ain't going to Hillstone anyway. going to They're Hillstone. a bunch of... Going to McDonald's and chicken. And actually, what I'm hearing is it'll be way easier to get a, a <laughs> table outside. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like I like the food at Hillstone. I've always loved Food's it. It's delicious. Yeah. Generally, the service has been fantastic oh, yeah. when I've gone. Yeah. And I love sitting and I love sitting outside on the dock and watching the sunset. It there.
0: I'm just I'm, you know, like I said, they could have maybe caused them or uh, saved themselves some headaches by just putting it in a to-go box and saying, have at it. I have another headache food
1: restaurant thing to talk oh, to you okay. about. Taste of Chengdu. Oh no! Uh, it's a wonderful Sichuan restaurant. So good. They had an original locations in East or West Orlando. Yep. Uh, in what's the hotel? At the Best Western. Best Western. And then that's been under renovations, but they haven't been able to reopen it because they just don't have enough staff. Is what they keep saying, right? And then they opened a new location in Baldwin Park. Always busy. Always busy. But but they have been understaffed. And apparently they're having some sort of staffing issue. We don't know exactly what it is. But they were unhappy enough to not show up to a shift the other day. And they had to shut down. And they're going to just take five weeks to reset. collect themselves and reset, find new staff, and then... Uh, and then re- kind of relaunch and make it more like a chef's That's dinner experience, yeah, more of thing, a tasting which experience. Is kind of why people go there anyway, just yeah. to talk to Chef Tiger and get him Their to bring out is some so amazing good. food, like probably one of the best restaurants in town. So good. And Tiger and his wife, I cannot remember name right now. Paula. Paula. Mm. Wonderful. Very nice. At least through my uh, interactions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I never uh, worked for him. No, we were just there with healthy junk food, and they brought out a duck. And then they brought it back into the kitchen, and then they prepared it in three ways. It was amazing. Wait, was the duck live? They wilded it out for you? They did. No, they did. No, we chose it from a lineup. We said, that's the one (laughs) we want. And he winked at us, and we ate him. (laughs) Anyway, interesting. Oh, and then Xinjiang, the uh, Korean restaurant over on Colonial is finally about to reopen. They had a a nasty fire a couple years ago. I've never been there. I went there. I need to go.
0: I haven't eaten there. I like Korean food. I don't know if my wife does. Yeah. I don't know if she knows exactly what to get, because a lot of it's like you're making stuff over the fire, right? Uh, I guess. Okay. I don't really
1: know. That's they used to have grills in the tables. Yes. I don't know if they're going to do that again. It seems
0: dangerous to me. Me too. Well, it yeah. Burnt you have down. drinks. <laughs> that's true. I don't <laughs> think that's that. Why it, burnt no, down. it was apparently hit by <laughs> lightning. Really? Yeah. It was oh. an old
1: wood frame building. Zeus so it was just, not happy with. No, Zeus or Korean Thor or Odin. Someone got mad. Uh, back open now for takeout only. Make sure you, you go tell say me some, hi. Some 4th uh, of July events. We have a whole roundup over on com with events all around the region, not just Orlando. So like Lakeland, New Smyrna Beach. So Just because we were going to talk about them on Jim Colbert and stuff, yeah. right? So go head over there if you need some tips. Uh, yes, it's even friendly for you, our, our radio listeners that are hearing us on the coast. There's going to be some great things to go check out this weekend. And we're out of time. We got to go. We got to say thanks to Chiba Hut here in East Orlando on Colonial Drive. It is so... I'm looking at this statue of an alien smoking a doob with I mean, the squintiest eyes. It is so funny. <laughs>
0: That's what aliens do. They just smoke pot. And and smoke pot. And, and they're uh, steal your cows. And, and giggle. Uh-huh. And <laughs> probe you, you. And probe. I hope. <laughs>